Welcome again to the Arsenal Asylum podcast. My name is IO1886 and I'm here today. I'm your co-host. We've got a special one today and my co-host today is none other than the Colonel, the Custard, the football (laughs) messiah so-called, the big Steph himself. What's up big man? Yes man, pleasure man. Thank you for the intro. Appreciate it. Yes man, we're here to talk about the Lacazette contracts, whether it's stick or twist. Can, so, can, yeah, I, can I ask you first what we're here to talk about before you jump into it? Can we not do that? Or Yeah, yeah, you can. So we're here to talk about Lacazette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing you, bruv. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I knew that one went over his head. I knew that one went over his head. <laughs> Go for it, Steph. What are we here to talk about? Because nah, it's yeah, an international... Yeah. Let's just... Sorry, let's just tell our listeners. You're probably listening to this. Um, haven't experienced an international break like we have. So there's no league football, no EPL, but we've got a special. Go ahead, Steph. Sorry for yeah, being so yeah. weird. Like, like my boy said, they've got, got EPL special because, um, yeah, the international. So we thought we've been hearing a lot of talk on the um, on the Lacazette situation in terms of his contract. So I thought we'd just do a little podcast, do a little talk amongst our fellow Arsenal Asylum Gooners um, with a special guest. Um, I'll let her introduce herself in a bit. But yeah, so we just talk about Lacazette and his contract and whether we stick or twist. So whether we give him a new contract or we go out and buy and sell him and go for um, a replacement. So yeah, man. Sexy, sexy. Well done. Well, let's just introduce the other amigo, the other musketeer. There's three of us of the Arsenal Asylum musketeers. And he's the naughtiest one out of all of us. <laughs> He's the naughty, he's the sensationally naughty Nigel. Hello, Nigel. How are you, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, fam. Happy to be here, joined by fellow co-hosts. And yeah, man, really looking to get into this Mr. Lacazette situation. No, I've got a lot to say just based on previous conversations. So yeah, man, looking to, to enjoy the deep dive. Excellent. Well, we must warn the listeners, unfortunately... We are starved. We won't have him for the whole EP, but please enjoy the content he drops in the time we do have him. Um, But more importantly, we have an excellent guest all the way from the United States of America, arguably the finest country in the world. I'm sure she'll tell you if you ask her. And none other than... (laughs) she's, She's got a proper proper she's not happy with me saying that but she is none other than the jessica black hello miss black how are you madam i'm good thank you for the introduction no that was nice no (laughs) problem you know i'm good for it head banter in charge and you know let's tell the listeners as well jessica's doing major things in the world of you know arsenal content creation and 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 fans really really doing a, a smashing job um, analysing the football stuff. And Jess, we've been watching her do amazing things on that front. So we're really pleased to have her. Um, she's on She Knows Arsenal. It's just senior TV, Yamaha. She's doing quite a lot of stuff. So well done you and p- pleased to have you here. Thank you so much. I mean, I've said this before on my podcast that I don't even think I'd be doing all this stuff if it wasn't for you guys. Like, mm. 
the podcast that we did with you, like, or the podcast that I did with you guys was the first time I ever recorded anything and talked about Arsenal. So if it wasn't for y'all, I probably wouldn't be, you know, even doing this stuff. So thank you so oh, much. Bless you. Bless you. You, that, you didn't have to say that, but I hope you, you listeners, you hope you listeners heard that it's because of us. She is where she is. And, uh, can you say that again? No, don't worry. It's fine. Right, no. let's get cracking into it. You know we haven't got night for long. So what's the first topic, Steph? So the first topic is whether, um, like, judging on Lacazette's time at Arsenal so far, judging his goals, assists, contribution and his performance, um, how do you guys rate it? So let me let me go to, obviously, Nigel's um, on a time limit. So let me, let me ask Nigel. Nigel, what's your thoughts on it? Um... Yeah, look, man, Laka's had some real highs, um, scored some fantastic goals at some real important moments for us. I remember being absolutely buzzing over the goals he scored against Spurs um, and he generally had a pretty good season. Um, however, I think in totality, when you look at the price, the expectation, um, the expectation of a number nine at that price tag for me, um, the output just hasn't warranted a new contract, especially given the 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 options that we have creeping up behind him. You know, um, I think we've got a lot of talented youngsters that I want to see given given the opportunity to flourish. So yeah, um, that's kind of my quick high level summary on Lacquer. So lots of good, but it's definitely time to say goodbye this summer. Okay, okay, okay. So um yeah, Jess, you what's your thoughts on on Lacazette? Yeah, I have a lot of sympathy for Lacazette. I just think that, you know, he was brought in under some pretenses that weren't really realistic in yeah. my view. You know, you're bringing him in to replace Giroud and one of our biggest criticisms of him was that he didn't score enough goals. We felt like we needed a, a striker that could score 20 to 30 goals a season and um even though Lacazette did that in his final season at Lyon, a lot of those were, were penalties. You know, a lot of those were free kicks. You know, I don't know if people seen that, but it, it that's what it was. He's never been that type of striker. He's usually a facilitator, more of a goals and assists type of guy. You know, so you bring him in and then six months later you bring in a bombing. It's 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 tough. It's tough for Lacazette at that point, especially when Arsenal, the quality of the players around around those two is is dropping, and you have somebody like Aubameyang who really needs to be the focal point. As much as we wanted to build a partnership of them two playing together, we don't play a two striker system. That's never what we've done. And even though sometimes that that partnership did well, other times it just kind of fell flat because we needed more balance within the squad. So. I, I sympathize with him because I think he gets the short end of the stick more times than others. And he's not really appreciated for some of the other things that he does really well, like his build up play and things like that. But when I think about it from a broader perspective and where Arsenal is and in their project and squad building and things like that, I don't think we can have two, two strikers that are on that amount of money. You know, Lacazette at his age is going to want to stick with the 200 grand a week and, you know, we could sell him and maybe move up Martinelli or something like that and just build a squad in, in a more balanced way. So I think I don't think Lacazette is going to survive, you know, this this call, if if that's what you want to call it, you know, but I don't think he's as bad as people make him out to seem. Mm. 
No, I hundred percent agree. I hundred I I agree. So um yeah, Io. Yes, bro. My co host. What are your thoughts yes, on that? Your thoughts on keep it clean, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people would have heard on previous podcasts, I've not been his greatest fan, but he's just one of these niggly guys, and you seem to have it. I think you know, we were talking about it on a previous pod, I wasn't on it, but I think it was the last pod, even when we were talking about Walcott and the fact that Walcott started, you know, shining when it was time for a new contract. Now, arguably, Lacazette, we've seen the best Lacazette in a long while at the moment in terms of his overall kind of ability. No, no, I wouldn't even say his gameplay because one thing I give Laka and I like about Laka, he's a trier. He's always um, putting 10 out of 10 effort, yeah? He never goes missing as far as I'm concerned. But at the same time, he just lacks that ruthlessness in front of goal. For someone wearing the number nine on his back, Lacquer does not live up to that in my eyes, certainly in terms of some of the number nines we've seen in this league, let alone our team. So for me, Lacquer as a striker, you know, off the ball, link-up play, you know, holding the ball up, uh, winning fouls. He's awesome at winning fouls. And sometimes that breaks up play, you know, if, 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 you know, the, the, the opposing team tries to break quickly. Laka finds himself rolling about on the floor. We heard him scream <laughs> a, few, <laughs> a few weeks ago. We heard that sort of classic horror movie scream. So <laughs> he's capable of doing things that we don't have in the team in terms of just, you know, giving us that little bit more, how do I put it, um, ability to take a bit of control back of the direction of the game. But... I want that from midfielders. I don't want that from a number nine. I don't want that from a centre forward. I don't want that from somebody on a 180 or whatever it is a week. I want him to be banging goals. That's what I want. And I don't see that from Laka. So this is why I'm just torn. Like, I just I just don't know, guys. I really cool. don't. But, you know, um, let's look at Balogun now, you know. Like, we're messing about with him and he's a striker. And we all know... We like the look of that lad. Eddie as well, he's not getting game time. I know some of us here, Jess, not feeling Eddie. I'm feeling Eddie. So, Lacar, it might be the right time. It might be the right time to say, you know what, contract's over. Bye-bye. Yeah. I so wholly disagree with that. Um, Yeah, I'm not... I'm I'm a Lacar fan. Like like, um, Jess has already said, like, he's, he's... He's been given, well, he's been signed under false pretenses um, in terms of what his actual role under Arsenal is. Um, obviously, he came in to um, replace Giroud and halfway through that 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 season, Aubameyang comes in, which is obviously it, it, having two, basically you've got two number nines in a team that doesn't really function. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Lacazette's numbers, 17, in his first season, 19 in his second season with 11 assists. Like, like yes, people are saying that this is the best Lacazette we've seen in a long time. But yes, okay, let me say this. 19-20 season was a poor season for him in terms of performances. Um, goals, yes. Um, bro, 
His away record. Talk to the listeners. Yeah, okay, okay. Don't okay. try and hide. What was okay, his, his away record? Yeah, he, his, away, his away record was poor. I give you that. But my thing is, here's, here's my sentiment. Like, I would happily have a striker that scores zero goals, but we won every match. Now, God help us. God help so, us. like... What, For me, what are, you, what are you talking about, bro? What is he talking about? Bro? I'm what saying, if, if it's, so what? So, nice, you're telling me if you if you had a striker that didn't score any goals yet, but you won every match, you won't be this is the chat of a Europa League. No, 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 in this hypothetical, no, 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 yes, listen, Drew won the world cup without scoring, without even registering a shot on target, he won the world cup. So, if that's the if that's if that's the analogy, if that's where we're taking this analogy, because Arsenal have. Pogba, Matudi, Griezmann, Mbappe supporting cast, then cool. If that's where we're going with it, then, then cool. This is Dungeons and Dragons stuff no, here, brother. No, what are you no, talking what, about, bro? What I'm saying is, like, which, the, yeah. what I'm saying is, point. sorry, finish, the, finish. Yeah, yeah, the sentiment of having a, a 20 goal, like, Spurs have got a 20 goal a season striker in Harry Kane. And where are they? They're like eighth. So this, I'm, I'm trying to say the notion of having a 20 goal a season striker doesn't really have much bearing because it doesn't it doesn't bruv, guarantee okay, bruv, bruv, bruv. Go on. who plays for Brian Munich striker how many goals does he have he has 35 Real, um, Real Madrid's Benzema how many goals does he have this season I'm not sure to be honest Atletico top uh, top or near the top of the La Liga how many goals does Suarez, Suarez have for them this season Suarez has I think he's top goal scorer in that league actually. he is yeah, you're, yeah, he, yeah he is so this notion that goals don't matter is clearly no. I'm not saying it don't cool. matter. I'm not saying it don't matter. I'm saying like Liverpool. Okay, so the top goal scorer in the league at the minute is um is Salah. Hey. Oh, is it Salah? Salah? Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's he's what? Where where Liverpool? Liverpool look. Liverpool were champions, and now where are they? They're like fifth. I mean, sixth. this correlate like you can't correlate. You, no, like, what I'm saying, you're, you're no, not going to correlate saying, like people striking to not no, winning leagues. I'm sorry, that's wild. No, no, no that's not crazy. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying yeah, well, Jess, what Jess, Jess, what do you think, hon? I know you've been very patient and I'm sure you've got thoughts. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the system that you play, whether or not your striker needs to be 20 plus goals a season type striker for Arsenal, because the supporting cast is weak and not as good as other teams. You need a striker like Aubameyang to score almost 30 goals to save us from relegation. But the way that we're playing now, with even with Lacazette in there, we can win games. It may not be four or five nil, you know, but we're we're beating the margins and we're getting better chances and we're sharing the spoils. Like, you know, it's different players are scoring goals. Like even fullbacks are scoring, you know, like in Tierney and Bellerin has scored recently. So, you know, I just think it depends on how you want to play. You can either do it the Liverpool way or you can do it the Arsenal way, but I'd rather see multiple people scoring goals and, you know, um, not being reliant on one person because we see as soon as Aubameyang falls off, we're really, really close to the relegation zone, you know. So that's just kind of how I feel about it, you know. But then what? That's true. That's true. But then at the same time, I don't see how you can't have it all. I don't see how you can't have a player like uh, Lacazette and who plays like Lacazette, but then also doesn't continue to fluff. 
quite straightforward goals the way Laka does. And yes, this season, you can say a large part of the season, it's been Aubameyang making those kind of fluffed efforts. But, you know, I've seen it in my time watching both of them. I've seen it far more from Laka than from Aubameyang. And for me, I'd rather it be Laka that, you know, we decide, yeah, we don't. See? We don't need two guys like that, basically. No, no. See, I, don't, I don't think God. No, no. God. Yeah, this this is where you're wrong. Like Lacazette's not done it. Oh, far am I? <laughs> Lacazette's not done it far more than Abamyang. They're both. Sorry, actually, has. Actually no, has. No, 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 no. Actually has. I no, mean, no, I, no, no. We'll go take some dates. But go, go to, on, go to it, I've, got, I've got it all here as well. Yes, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What it is is that because Abamyang scores so much, he gets it. It gets covered. That's what you guys have like. bro. Do you realize how flawed that argument is? No, no. So they're both missing chance. They're both missing as many chances as each other. But uh, but, but Aubameyang so still wait, Okay. So do you think do you think we create significantly oh, more God. chances <laughs> for Oba than we do for Laka? That sounds like okay. apple pie. So say that again, okay. bro. So they, both, right. they, they both create. <laughs> so they both miss more chances than each other. But but Aubameyang scores more. Is that what you just said, bro? No, yeah, so, so so like so like um Abamia would miss two out of three and he'd score one and Lacazette would just miss two out of three or but he would fluff chances. He won't score. Wait. Nah bro, you gotta come again. Sorry, you gotta break this down for me. Wait, I'm a little tired. Okay. So bear with me. It may be me. It may be me. Run that again. Okay, so here's okay, here's okay, here's what I'm talking about first chances. All right, so Abamian, okay, let me show you Bamian stats for since he's been at Arsenal. So no, run so, me through the scenario, scenario you just said. I want to know. No, so no, no, saying, I, 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 no. You could, you didn't get that scenario, so I'm, I'll, I'll break okay, it down. Okay, here. okay, okay, yeah. So seven, so seventeen, eighteen season, yeah. Every ninety minutes, yeah. I know you like your numbers in the ninety minutes. In yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Per ninety minutes. So Abamian has two point six shots. Yeah, a match. And 1.6 on target. Now, yeah. that same season, Lacazette had 2.4 shots, 2.8 shots, and 1.4 yeah. on target. So it's exactly cool. the same in terms of their shot. I their mean, shot. it's not exactly the same, but well, the what was the result? What came? Okay, what was the? Re- what was the result in terms of goals? What was the? Yeah, t- that's yeah, what, what I mean. Result? And also, are we talking about misses or? I'm getting confused here, bro, because... Because I have stats. The stats that I have for chance conversion, um, Aubameyang's first season, chance conversion, 73.4. That makes more sense to me, chance conversion. Yeah. Do you get what yeah. I mean? That's quite that's quite black and white in terms of it making sense. Well, Steph, what are you talking about? Yeah, these you targets can, and... You can't, you can't... Yeah, okay. So yes, you can say chance conversion, but if... Oh, well, yeah, if, that's the issue. Yeah, but you're that's talking my, about... That's my sole issue with Laka. But like, that's, 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 get, different, I, that's different to fluffing chances, though. That that no, chance, well, chance, no, yeah, because go <laughs> my god, fluffing chances, go on, is, go on. fluffing chances is chances where you should you should score, but you miss. That's a fluff chance to me. Yes. Or yeah. Well, no, yeah, I'm with you. We so. would go to a commercial break oh, they, if, we so you have, have, if we had a sponsor. I just put that out there. Yeah. Is <laughs> it nice? Sorry. So. Again, I don't. It's it's me. So you have a chance, you fluff it. That's still a chance, right? Depends what you. Okay, so me 
depends what you're casting as a fluff now, because to me, a fluff is when you should... Well, okay, forget the fluff, forget a minute. It's still yeah. a chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you score that goal, you convert it, like, whether you fluffed it, skied it, you don't think it's a fluff or not, you can still measure that metric through the, how many goals you scored, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So when we look at the chance conversion comparison between Aubameyang and Lacazette, which is, for me, like, I get what Jess said. She made a brilliant point. And I do agree with the point. We haven't supported Lacazette as he should be. But mm. I'm not going to buy into this narrative that if we didn't buy Aubameyang, Lacazette would have been some 20, 25 goal season striker. No, Lacazette's got to take some accountability. He's had more than enough chances to become that striker. Talk, talk, bro. More talk. than enough chances yeah. to be, without forget anything else, the supporting cast, what he was brought into, the pretenses. We've cr- we've done enough for him or a striker of his calibre, in my opinion, when you're paying 50 million for a man. Bro. Okay. Right, but yeah. look no. at look at Lacazette's stats before Aubameyang came in, and then after he came in, it clearly makes a difference when you have two strikers. Like the way Lacazette plays, you could never set up a team the way Aubameyang needs the ball for him to be successful. Like you know what I'm saying? We set up the team differently if Lacazette's in the game versus the way Aubameyang's in the game. So yeah, you have to take that into consideration. You know, when, when Lacazette plays, the other players know that they need to wake up and start shooting. When Aubameyang plays, everybody defers to him because he's the goal scorer and that's how I things agree. go. You I know agree what I mean? with that, Jess. But okay, let me ask you, Jess. Do you, okay, do you think buying Aubameyang was a mistake? Would you have rather stuck with Lacazette? I would have stuck with Lacazette. I'll answer that. Yeah, I know we, well, we know you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would stuck with Lacazette. <laughs> I, I, think we should have, wait, 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 wait. I think we should have never I, bought Lacazette and we should have waited and bought Aubameyang in January. Thank you. I, 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 thank you, Jess. Here's my point. Here's but me. once you bought Lacazette, you shouldn't have never bought Aubameyang. You should have bought a true replacement for Alexis Sanchez, which is who – that is the replacement. Like, you should have brought another winger instead of running around with Mikatarian and Awobi, two players that – this you know, we needed we needed a, yeah, not, another goal scorer. See, my, that's my point. See, I would I would have instead of instead of buying a Bamyang, I would have given um, Sanchez a contract and kept and had Sanchez, um, Lacazette, and Ozil. When then mama when then mama firing, they were firing. So bro, behave yourself. <laughs> what, I think what, that's what? very rose tinted. Look at bro. this revisionist history. This is revisionist. This is revisionist history. How, bro? This is let me let me tell you how, bro. Yeah, we're talking as if Sanchez wanted to stay around, yeah? Sanchez, he did? Yes, he did. He wanted investment. That's what, what Sanchez wanted. He wanted the team to be winners. That's it. Bruh, Bruh, okay, wait. We're, we're, we're not going to... We've had this... Okay, li- listeners, let me just preface this. We've had a, we've we've had this before with Steph. Steph is under the assumption... And I've, we may not even have had this... Under the influence and assumption. That... That that Sanchez didn't leave Arsenal for money. When the reality is, if he didn't leave Arsenal for money, he wouldn't have gone to Man United. He would have gone to no, City. I like, no, that's fact. No, I didn't say. He sorry, didn't. and if I misquoted you, sorry. Correct me. Correct. Yeah, me, correct yeah. Me. I said no. What I'm saying, he may have left money. He left to be to to challenge. He didn't leave for money. He left to challenge. He, he left money. money. If, he, add, if he didn't leave, to, why, why didn't he go to Man City? Well, he didn't go to Man City because we didn't accept the offer. That's really what happened. There was 68 million on the table from Manchester City and we let the window pass. And when we came back to them and said, you know what, we actually would like to sell them to you. Man City said, actually, we've went in another direction. That was all on the all or nothing documentary. That's exactly how it happened from... 
from their perspective. And then when it came down to it, Alexis was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go. Ooh, can I say that? Then he was just in, wanted in, to leave anyway because in he weren't going to invest we anyway. Given, it's not like we didn't try to keep Alexis. That's not like, I don't understand. If Alexis didn't, if Alexis wanted to stay, with Arsenal, he would have stayed with Arsenal. Like I, I think wholeheartedly believe no, he's he saw half a million. Huh? It's not, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the money. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the it's the caliber of players that he wanted. No, 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 no. Yes, I, but you know, I can't buy into that for you to then to go to Man United and do what you did. Like I'm sorry, that just doesn't add he went, up. No, you went to Man United. You went to Man, again. It's another thing where like it's it's the it's the what, what did they say? Um, the grassy, the grassy green on the other side. That's what he thought it would be, but he didn't realize how far behind Man you were. But in terms of where they were on the table and their mentality, bruh, and how they no, bro, come on, come on. Alexis wanted to come go on. to Man City to compete. That's that's the truth for that. Exactly. That and and once no, that passed, once about. that passed, then it was like, well, I just want to leave this place. Period. Manchester United is going to pay me, I'm out. You know, at a certain point, it's like once you make it that brutally obvious that you want to leave Arsenal to go to Man City, there's no way to come back from that. Arsenal started benching him. He didn't like it. So he said, just send me anywhere. And he made a mistake. He went to Manchester United. May not have been like a money move, but the original sin was not selling him to Manchester City for the 68 million. Should have just did that. Once he didn't get that, he was done with Arsenal anyway. You know, okay, okay, no, but we're a long way from home, and what I mean by that is ultimately the original point Steph was making was we were in a situation to keep Sanchez as per there not being a need for us to get a Bamiang, and I emphatically dispute that I do no, not recall we don't we don't replace like for like. like that's the issue when you lose Alexis Sanchez you don't go get a bombing that's not like for like no no but it's no no like you're missing like. that's you're, the you're issue mixing. that may be just that I may understand. be true yeah but that's not what my issue is yeah my issue is the point that Steph was trying to make about the situation with Sanchez he was trying to misrepresent how it was at the time, there was no option to keep Sanchez and that stopping us to get a Bambiang. I can I can accept your point, you saying, okay, maybe a Bambiang wasn't the, the striker of choice we should have had um, or we should have gone for in terms of it being more a wide player um, or winger, rather, and that way they complement um, Lacazette. But ultimately, a Bambiang came up and... It was a deal that we needed to do, and I can't really sit here did and we, say I regret you guys it. Remember, do you remember the talk around Dortmund of why he left? Exactly. It's because of exactly what he's doing right now. Like you guys act like I mean, he if he not, came and no, no, uh, yeah. If this, if, what's if he doing right soak, now? If he's gonna soak and and still outscore Lacazette, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Thank yeah, you. That, what I'm, is he I'm doing cool. now? Like, but, yeah, okay. cool. But, okay. cool. But nice. How can you? I'm sorry, you... but sorry, sorry. Just before you go uh, on to your point, um, Steph, the the narrative that I'm just not going to buy into. I get. Let's say we double down on Lacazette and we don't buy a Bamiyang and we go out and get a Sanchez replacement. We've essentially just replaced Giroud with exactly the same player for 49 minutes. Like, make it make sense. Tell me why my expectations shouldn't be more. In the 15 16, because unless you're telling me that if we've got another Sanchez type player, 
Lacazette all of a sudden turns into a 25, 20 goal a season striker. Even if Lacazette is on 15 goals a season, the, like Jess said, the goals are shared. That's like, like yeah, but why pay for okay? But yeah, bro, we paid 12 million pounds for 12 million because, the, chances, for because, the, because the, the type so of 40, 49 million, 59 goals. Because the point, the chances, the, the type of football that we wanted to play where we were doing the fast breaks and the fast counters, you couldn't keep it. I remember, I remember watching Juri on the counter with his head back, trying to blow up, trying to, <laughs> trying to keep up with the, trying to keep up with playing. I thought to myself, like, when the man's come to put his head back, you know they're slow. The, you yeah, know the, they're slow. The reality, the reality is, yes, Lacazette, for all of Lacazette's <laughs> supposed more pace, he's still putting out 16 goals, the same 16 goals that Juri did. Yeah, but I don't a, care how you get them. But it's a, it's a sixteen Choose goal poison with those two. I'm telling you, like I understand why we got Aubameyang yeah. because we just realised yeah, that Lacazette bruv, the, was yeah. uh, repl- like a Giroud exact replacement without any improvement, you know. How can, and how ultimately, can you say, but how can you say that on when his first season on seventeen goals? How can you say he's in a how can, on his first season? How can you say he's an exact replacement? Okay, wait, okay. Are you t- trying to tell me, is this a hill you're trying to stand on? Are you trying to say Lacazette is a considerable upgrade on Giroud? I'm not saying... Is that the hill you want not, to die on? I'm not saying I'm not saying he's considerable. I'm saying he's... And, a okay, better, upgrade. Up, he's upgrade. a better upgrade, yeah. If we if we kept the team that we had and had Lacazette, 100% we would have been a better player. We, okay. If we kept Sanchez okay. and not Aubameyang, we would have been a better place than we are now. I'll stand okay. on that hill and die on it. Cool. Whoa. So, like... Here's the thing, like you guys, you guys talk about this whole Lacazette um, price tag, yeah, of what fifty two million that Lacazette cost. Yep. Okay, let me talk, let me talk about the, the caliber strikers that that cost that much, yeah. And let me tell you there. So Thomas went to Liverpool to um, Chelsea for fifty two million, yeah. In his first yep. season, in his first season, he got he got one goal. In his second, he got eight. In his third, he got seventeen, and in his final season, he got ten. That's that's Fernando Torres, yeah. Okay. Cool. Morata, fifty nine point four. His first season, fifteen goals. His second, nine. Okay. Let me go to Anthony Anthony Martial, fifty four million. Seventeen goals. His first. His second, eight. His third, eleven. His fourth, twelve. His fifth, twenty three. And his current, his current seven. Now the only the only player that that over fifty million that kind of um went be, that I, that done um that gave you value for money is Lukaku, but even for seventy even for seventy six million his numbers ain't really that great. Okay, yeah, Steph, 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 cool. Let me ask you, how long did Torres last at Chelsea? Four seasons. How and how long did Lukaku last at United? Two. How long did who else did you say? Marshall, Marshall's still there. As well. and, Ma- Marsh- and to be fair, the Marshall, I'm not even counting as a centre forward because he's only started playing centre forward since last season. Cool, he's always been a wide player before that. But cool, Marshall's neither here nor there. The point is, Chelsea didn't stick with Torres. They knew that this wasn't the guy because of those returns, regardless of whether they spent the money or not. Chelsea weren't satisfied. Like, bro, you're going on like Chelsea or who- whatever teams you're mentioning, were happy with these numbers. They weren't happy, bro. So they ship these players on. That's the point. Like nobody looks at Chelsea's time at Torres's time at Chelsea and be like, oh yeah, he's 50 million. That's what you get. Nah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But what no, but what I'm saying is, I'm saying Lacazette's numbers are not as bad as you're making out. If if you're bro, looking at comparison, it's to not, the okay, bro. Let me be clear. 
Lacazette's not a bad striker. The perfect analogy for you, Steph, and how I can compare it to you, the same reason you want to upgrade on Xhaka is the same reason I want to upgrade on Laka. Then both not bad players, but we can do much better than both because both have serious difficulties that I believe hold them back. No, and unfortunately, on. the Laka situation, because of the supporting cast that we have behind him, comparative to our midfield situation, means that if I have to make if I have to make a chop, I'm certainly not going to commit 40 million to Sabayas. So yeah, Laka see. Let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you see us competing for the Premier League title with Lacazette leading the line as a as a number nine centre forward? Do you see us competing for the title? I don't see us doing it with either Aubameyang or Lacazette for completely different reasons. No, but so, that's not the is it, it's a yes or no answer. So you know, no, no, you don't. Okay, so we're at a situation where no, no. Let me finish. We're at a situation where this guy's contract is up for renegotiation or severance or whatever. So if we don't see this guy or just doesn't, and Steph, yes or no? In this current team? Huh? No, just a, yes. No, you can't just do it like that. You can't no, just do it like that. Yeah, no, we I'm are doing it like that. I'm asking you a that. question, you can, no, I'm, I'm asking. Look, this was courteous enough to answer. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. In this yes, current team, no. in this current team, bro, what other team is there? I'm talking yeah, about the fact that, like, yes or no, do you see? I don't, I don't see. I don't see any striker. <laughs> this guy would not commit. I'm telling you. So basically, <laughs> listeners, that's a no. Just like yes. No, I don't uh, see any striker. Yes. So ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, no, no, anyone, no. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is if we have somebody who we are at the position to change them being at the club or continue being at the club and we know or we feel they are not going to make us compete at the very top of what we aspire to be, which is Premier League champions, I'm I'm baffled here how we're even having this debate at some meaningful yeah. level because what you're basically saying is you're willing to settle. You're not. There are other to... factors though. Like if we want to move into the should we or should we not renew his contract, there are other factors at play here besides whether or not we think Lacazette could win us a title or not. So now we're talking about you know what kind of financial situation we're in. What kind of striker can we bring in that would want to play under a bombing? You know, you have to take that into consideration. Whoever we bring in is going to want to start, most likely, if they're good. If they're a good player, they're going to want to start. Do we want to spend money on a backup? Probably not. Would it be totally horrible to renew Lacazette for maybe one or two seasons just so Martinelli could get ready to play number nine? There's a oh, ton of different responsibilities. There's, a, a, there's other possibilities. I personally feel like renewal should be off the table. But if somebody doesn't want to pay thirty million for Lacazette, which is what Arsenal want to get, then he stays for another year, and he just runs his deal down. You know, so it's not so much about is he going to win us a championship or not. It's it's really not about that at this point. It's about what are the options: renewal, you know, let him run his deal down, or extend him. 
you know, and that has a lot to do with who's behind him. We should sell Eddie. I just have to get that out there. Oh, we yeah, should definitely. sell Eddie. Team guess. You know, Valigan is probably not going to resign. I don't, I don't see it. You know, so we're basically banking on Martinelli. If Aubameyang goes ghost on us next season and, and does another, you know, gold has another goal drought, do we really think Martinelli's going to score 20 plus goals a season? No. So we may still need Lacazette. You know, so we have to think about it that way, too. You know, sometimes it's more about the squad building and contracts and, and things like that and, and the market that are going to dictate whether this guy is here or not. Yeah, but I, I don't think we're, we're disagreeing because ultimately what we're talking about is should we, you just said there that let him run it down. Now we're talking about should we give him an extension? So I, I don't disagree with the fact that maybe we should let him run it down. But what I disagree with is giving him an extension, you know? So they're, they're two different things there. So from my perspective, just to be clear, I don't mind if he runs, I don't mind if he stays to the end of his contract, but then that's it. If we get an offer for him, that's great. If we don't get an offer for him, then we don't extend it. That's my thing. You know, so that's where I am. I still, you know, I'm not as negative uh, as you guys are on Eddie. Uh, I think Balogun as well, there's a chance there as well. It's not all done and dusted, you know. I just think there's a, a tad bit too much pessimism about our striking positions than necessary. And I don't necessarily think the answer is in bringing somebody else in. I think at times you need to work with a bit of faith in terms of what you have at the moment, you know, and that's just my thing about it, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, I really do think we have quality players there that can do a job already at the club. And I think our priorities lie elsewhere. Um, as we know, right back, Bellerin, left, left, left back, back up. We need someone to back up. We can't just be relying to on... To be Sid. clear, we have Martinelli, right? Yeah, no, we do have Martinelli as well. So that's what I mean. You're talking they, about Eddie and, and, and Belogan. Yeah, We're and talking Martinelli. About it's, it's Martinelli. That's no, what but we what have. I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... It's Sorry. Good. It's, what I'm saying is it's good to have options. Yeah, I think... I'm not scared to have those three options as well as Aubameyang and to be like, yeah, let's let's give those guys the support, get behind them, let them all want to fight out. They know there's no necessarily one established number nine that they can fight out and be that guy. And I think that will bring out the best out of all three of them, to be honest. If you if you, if you earlier talking about, is Lacazette going to win we're going to win the title with Lacazette. So obviously your mind is there thinking that you want to win the title. If that's the case, then you can't now be saying, okay, like I want to try with, with Eddie and, and Balogun if you're if you're wanting to win the title. Like that's youth, bruv. They're youth. So, that's, so, the okay, that's my point. Okay, so if they're youth, then you're happy not to you're happy not to challenge the title and let them let them develop then, basically what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying if that 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 is the more likelihood than not let's be honest with okay. youth the chances of them banging in so many goals that we become uh real title contenders in the season after Lacquer's no longer a main player is very very low come on we all know so, that so if you're so with this notion if we're if we're if we we could potentially be in this position this time next year like 10th 
10th, 15th with these man at strikers. You, we, they're unproved. Basically, we've got, we got three strikers that are, un, that are unproven, basically. Yeah? So we've only got, we've only got a Bamiyang that's a proven goal scorer. The other three are unproven. So we could, we could potentially still be flirting with 15th, between 10th and 15th place next season. I honestly think that's why the conversation about Lacazette is is being brought up anyway. I would not be surprised. I mean, Arteta likes Lacazette. I wouldn't be surprised if they did want to offer him a shorter-term contract to renew him because mm. you cannot rely on Martinelli like we've seen it. We've, mm. we've literally seen it play out like this season. Martinelli, as, as much as I love him, he's not ready. You know, Eddie is within the last 12, month, or 12 months of his contract in the summer, so we need to sell him, probably. And Belogan, we can't get him to resign. So we can't rely on Aubameyang. We, we literally cannot rely on him. Like, we've seen it. And at some point, the physical falling off of a cliff, to me, I feel like, is, is inevitable. He's 32 years old. He already looks slower. You know, so whether it's confidence or physical, he's already falling off a little bit. You know, so I think that's why the conversation is probably being had, probably with a, a smaller amount in terms of what they want to pay Lacazette. But I wouldn't be surprised if you got a short-term contract just so we could make it over. Because I don't think we're going to buy another striker. Not this not this go-round. We're not going to, not this summer. You know? Let me let me tell you, son, yeah. Don't don't get upset about the, the Aubameyang thing. I know you get real <laughs> sensitive if you say no, anything it, negative no, about Aubameyang. It's not, it's not even that. It's that's not exactly even, when no, you started to, no, to... No, it's not even that. My issue is how you're talking about Martinelli, Gabby. Like, Gabby, like, if if people talked about Rooney the way you're talking about Gabby and Rooney what did didn't I say? get a chance, what no, exactly. you just said he's not ready. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. No, in terms of just to score twenty it's, plus it's, goals a season, you guys, you just you literally are saying he, you need a twenty plus goal. That's I'm, why you don't I'm want Lacazette. No, that's no, why you don't want Lacazette, right? So you're I, saying I, that Martinelli can do it at his age. He no, can't. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. That is what you're I'm saying. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that. What I am and you saying. You act like I'm talking about Martinelli. Like he's. I mean, Eddie. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm not sold on him. I think Martinelli I, is amazing, but I also don't think we need to put that type of pressure on him because I guarantee this is not going to be the first. This is not going to be the first and the last time that we see Obama and go ghost on us. Well, what I'm saying to you, yeah, and let me just for for the avoidance of doubt. I am saying sometimes you need to go on faith. Now, I'm not saying he's a 20-goal-a-season uh, striker yet, but he will become that in, in quick succession. And number two, we've already talked about the fact that we are getting goals from all over the, the, the park now in terms of the different positions. So I think you marry that together, and I think the time is right for Lacazette to... Um, play less of a role that's what I'm saying to you so and again like I said it's about contract extension if he wants an extension which he obviously does I'm not feeling that if we say let it run down you know he's been a good servant we've got our money's worth you know so to speak so I'm cool with that but I'm not cool with giving him an extension and I certainly you know um, Tom on the stream that you did the other day was said a very very on point thing where he said that Martinelli is not going to be there waiting for all these seasons expected to be given a chance like if I'm Martinelli now I'm thinking yeah this guy's contract's coming to an end 
It's time for me to step up. It's time for me to be the guy because I know I can be the guy because I know I'm capable of being the guy, you know? And I think you guys are talking like you don't believe he can be the guy, you know? I'm not saying he's going to be the guy straight away, but I certainly believe he can be the guy and you have to start somewhere, guys. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Like I, I, I've said, like, like if like if we're going to reinvest the money in elsewhere, and improve the team in other areas, sorry, then I'm happy for um, Lacazette to be sold. If we're not, if we're going, if we're going into next season with the same current squad, then Lacazette can't be sold. That's my stance. Are you happy to let his contract run down and not give him an extension? Yes. Ah. Uh, I'm, no, I'd like, I'd rather just get money. For, I'd rather just sell him than let it run down, to be honest. Like, we can't... No, but what I mean is, let's say we don't sell him. Obviously, it's out of our hands whether someone buys him or makes an offer. Yeah. Let's say we don't. Th- there's only other two other options. options. Yeah. If, uh, we let it run let, down. Let it you better let him run it down. You can't renew him. Yeah. I would never advocate to renew him because of the... At this point, we need to get the wage bill down as much as possible we have quite a few older it not not really not really in comparison to actually me and jason were talking about this the other day in comparison to the other teams you know that are kind of in our breath know that jason is a a member of the asylum whatsapp group a good friend of jason ours so uh yeah just give some clarity there yeah like we were we were talking about in in comparison to obviously city liverpool to a certain extent manchester's United. Yeah. And, and Chelsea, we, we have kind of similar wage bills, but the reality is, is that we're not really a champions league team at the moment. And okay. I don't think we're going to be there. I, I not to be negative, but I don't think we're going to be that, that team next season either. I think the other teams will improve and we'll still be kind of on the, on the outside looking in. So when you have players on the fringes, like, like if we could get rid of Bellerin, bringing somebody on decent wages. That's, that's another high wage player off the wage bill. Lacazette as well. He's not really, to me, I don't think we need to be paying 200 grand a week for Lacazette. You know, Mm. if he's, if he's going to be playing, um, you know, a bit part role, you know, and, and maybe Martinelli can score those 10 goals or 15 goals, then maybe we could do that. But I'm looking at it from the financials that I saw were from, last or the season that we were out of the Europa League in the round of 32 in eighth place. If we don't win the Europa League this season and we come in 10th place, think about what the financial reality is going to be. So I'm just thinking about from a perspective of getting as many of these high wage players off of the, the wage bill. I mean, even though we got Mustafi, Socrates and, and Mizzadozil, that's not enough. Not, and we're not getting value for money, are we? You know, for a lot of these players, I don't feel like we're getting value for money. You know, they got these big bloated, you know, contracts that aren't really adding up. So for me, Lacazette cannot be renewed. If we don't sell him and, and Adu and Arteta have not really shown a lot of flexibility in terms of realistic, you know, valuations of our players. We we want to spend 15 on somebody else's players, but we we want 30 for Eddie and for Eddie. It's kind of kind of mad to me. So I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get 30 for Lacazette that we would see him run his deal down. Cause that's, that's what they think they're going to get for him. I think we're more in the range of 15. I know Roma offered us about 15 plus eight and we rejected it and we probably should have taken it. So 15 would get him out of the door for me, but if we're looking for 30, he's running his deal down, you know? Yeah. So. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. We're on the same page then on that front. Um, 30 is, is, is in this current climate with every single club in Europe really, really struggling with the lack of or the complete decimation of match day revenue um, thanks to COVID. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's inconceivable we're going to get 30 million for a 30-year-old um, so-so striker um, as much as he's a great footballer. Hey, Steph. But anyway, yeah, it's just one of those situations. I think what we've just said, I think you guys both clarified the fact that um, you would not give him an extension. And that's all I wanted clarity on because I thought we were having a discussion where you guys were saying, yeah, 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 yeah we, we, we need to keep him on. Like we need some kind of, you know, continuation of experience or whatever that sort of stuff now if that's not what you're saying then we're sweet it's all good lovely yeah no, I'll, I'll keep him i won't give him a new contract but like i said like i said like it depends on what the transfer window looks like in the summer like and that's 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 my sentiment like like people people getting on about lacazette like his output's been poor they put in his wage bill but then again there's there's so many factors into why lacazette's not blossomed as he should have and that's what people people yeah, are looking at go for it give me three go on hmm? give me three by three. I mean we kind of went over that already that yeah. I mean me and Steph kind of agree on that that there are other factors that we believe have you know kind of stunted mm. his growth or stifled his you know ability to to be really effective in this team but he's really catches a lot of slander that I think is just unnecessary when you bring in somebody to be a 20 to 30 goal a season striker and he was never that so it's mm. just unrealistic it's the same thing with Giroud he never was that but he's very useful for Chelsea very useful you know for the French national team so you know he may go somewhere else and we may look at it and be like wow you know, he's better than we thought. Because well, a lot yeah. of times we we look at players when they're with us and we're really, really harsh on them. They go somewhere else and they look good. It's because we look at it from this very, very, like, harsh lens, you know. No, but I, I, it sorry, is. It's a harsh I, I lens. No, I think. It's a harsh I think, lens. No, I, if you're talking about players going to other Premier League teams, like, if you're sitting here saying to me you can see Lacazette going to another team in the Premier League and banging ridiculous goals, then I have to say... That's, mm, that's not what I'm... That's, no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that he'll, he can go to another team, maybe in a different league, and we'll, when you're looking at it, it's just like how we always oh, look at everybody else's players and think me. that they're better than ours. But then if we if they come to our team, we start to slander them. You know, wow. I think Lacazette is better than what we've said he is, but because he's not a bombing and because he's not scoring 20 plus goals a season, no. he is the devil. A bombing's the no, angel, no, but he's no. always been the one that's worked no. harder. A bombing has always been the one that has the suspect, you know, Nobody attitude problems, you know. Nobody's that, framed that's it really that what it is because it's, no, it's always no, this guy no. versus this guy. We love to compare our players. Lacazette no. has always been looked at Can as I like the stepchild. Can I explain it to you in very, very, very simple terms? I would love it's you a, to. It's about somebody who has a job spec and them doing it in the climate that they should do it, i.e. the Premier League. Like the reason Gunas like Aubameyang is because his job spec is score goals and he's proven 
as consistent as anybody to banging goals in the Premier League. Simple as. That's why people love Aubameyang. The reason people don't love Lacazette as much is he's a striker. He's running around with a number nine. And we all know as fans what a number nine embodies our, 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 our sort of highest perception of a number nine. And as far as Lacazette is concerned, he's a great footballer. And Steph said it on many occasions. You know, he wins fouls. He, he links up play, off the ball, um, plays excellent but he's not doing what it should say on the tin in this league. So for me, if he went to another league, I would fully expect him to bang it. I mean, he's a league like he came from the French league. And for me, you know me, I don't really rate the French league. So if he goes back there or if he goes to Spain or Italy and he bangs and goes, that would not surprise me in the slightest, but it does okay. not take away Let from me... the fact he's not he's not capable of doing the job I want him to do in the English Premier League. Okay, let me just let me just put it this way, and this is pretty much my my final point on this. I completely understand Lacazette's not scoring enough goals in the Premier League, and Aubameyang does that, and I think that's pretty much what I was saying. I just phrased it in a different way, but I really just chalk this all up to poor squad building from the club for me. Like that's that's really all I really see. It's the same thing with Jacka. You spend 35 million on a player that can only play next to an athletic box to box midfielder. You bring him in, he doesn't have anybody like that in the team. He's playing with Ozo, Ramsey, Carzola, Copeland, those these types of players and you expect him to thrive and and he's not going to be that way. To me Lacazette's the exact same. You have to build you have to have a plan. You have to build the squad in a certain way. They saw an opportunity with a bombing. And instead of thinking, is this good for the $50 million striker that we just brought in? No, it's an opportunity. Let's take advantage of it. It's just poor squad building. You either bring in Lacazette and you build a team around him. Obviously, he's not going to score as many goals as a bombing. So the supporting cast has to play their part. Or you never buy Lacazette and you just buy a bombing in the first place. And we don't have this issue. So it's not really about the individuals. It's about poor squad building. And we're seeing that now we have a striker that we spent 50 million on that we probably won't get any money for, you know, that his, his legacy is, is really about missing chances and not being as good as a bombing when in reality he was never going to survive. He was never going to survive this because the team is not built for Lacazette to thrive team is not built for Jacket to, to survive. So why are we spending, let me just finish. Let me land. So when you when you spend money on resources, you have to make sure that you protect those resources. And we just don't do that. You know, so it's really not anybody's fault to me, but the clubs, to yeah, be honest. And that's I just me. Think, I don't think this is where we fundamentally oh, disagree. I, I ended that. Art, that was the end. That was no, there's no more the argument. After I, that. I, I, I can. I, no, no, I'm co-host. So I can <laughs> give my opinion. Thank you very much. When we go on to your show, you can give yours and you can tell us when we end. But what I wanted to say, my fundamental disagreement with you is it's not about the team. It's about the league. This is what you're not hearing me on. So it's about Lacazette not being fit for this league, not about him not That's being the club's fit problem. The That's yeah. the club's problem. Let's stop. Let maybe stop recruiting players from leagues that don't translate. I mean, you're the one who's always this banging on about saying. Pepe being from League One. This is what You've I'm always- saying. This well, is that's, that's the club. club. That's the club. That's not the individual. That's not, not the individual. individual. But you can still write your wrongs. That's you the point can. I'm making. You, you can still write your wrongs, regardless of whether or not he 
you know, the club made a mistake. The club can unmake a mistake by moving him on. So it's simple. And he could, they could have moved him on earlier, in fact, but they didn't. So that's my point. Yeah, which I hear, but you're saying this about you're saying this about Bamyang, um, Lacazette, this and that. But like he, he, we bought him from the French French league, French um, league one and all this kind of thing. But like he was the best striker in League One when we bought him. He wasn't like he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't struggling. Like when we bought that him, doesn't it, hold the weight for me. No, bro. it doesn't hold weight yeah, for you. For you, but then at the same time, if we bought him, if we bought Mbappe from from League One and he flops, are you going to say, oh, we shouldn't have bought him because he's from League One? But no, that guy's certified. He's certified no, in League. No, no, he's certified no, no, in the position. No, no. And we bought, we bought a certified player. That's all we did, and it just never worked out. It's not nothing to do with. It's nothing to do with League One. We bought no, a certified striker. He just, he, you know what, Steph? He doesn't rate players from League One. Like that's no, really no. what it is. So he has a. He's he used a brush to color all these players yeah, in a certain no, color. It's the same, because, throw because, them away. It's the same thing with Pepe. It's the exact same thing with Pepe. It's exactly the same thing because they've they've had many many predecessors. But that's that the club's problem. Right. That's the club's that's problem. Right. There's only that's one. It's our problem. problem. There's only no, one. Pepe. Nah, Ooh, come Ooh. on, man. Yaya Sonogo, Shamak. <laughs> come on. Come on, bro. There's this. We first team players. We didn't bring none of them man to be first team. Brav, come. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on because they're not going into that. You know what? Anyway, yeah. yeah. so, we're, we're running out of time now. Yeah, yeah. So have we this got any so final time. points we want yeah, to. Yeah, let me ask you guys. So, so just like in terms of Lacazette's time at Arsenal, if you had to rank it out of 10, what would you say it is? Mm, not to be harsh, but probably a six, you know, I just think, you know, um, but again, I blame it on the club, not on him. So, you know, it's just a six, you know, bad squad building period. Okay. Io, and what you say? 5.6, (laughs) 5.6. The 0.6, like you <laughs> no, if you round it up, it's a six, but a six is not coming out of my mouth. So five point six is what I'd say. Okay, yeah. Um, I will say based on what he's had to deal with, um, and like I said, the personnel and the and the and the club lack of investment, I'll probably give him a six point five. Um, personally, I feel like, and the the point five is because you're up his bum though. Anyone, no, 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 no. It's always been anyone who listens to the past say, podcast. I say the point five because on them big games, like them big rival games, my man steps up. Them Chelsea's, them like like the North London first, Derby where the the captain showed up late, couldn't even be asked to be on go. time for a North London there Derby. Taught the thing. That's what I'm talking about. He shows up like. He shows up in big games, every game. You, you should have your own little show of your little, yeah. la- you know, <laughs> Lacazette, Steph, yeah. and Jess. That's what no, it should man. be called, man. But yeah, man. No, no, no. But no, I, I'm a Lacazette fan, so yeah. But um, yeah, just in closing, so just on your one word, one word answers on this, um, on a Lacazette contract, is it stick, twist, or fold? So fold means like um, sell. Like letting money's contract. So folded. So folded. Like letting money's contract down. Twist. Okay. Is, twist is to um, buy a new striker or buy a replacement, and stick is to give him a new contract. Anything what? but stick, bruv. Anything yeah. but stick. Okay. That's, that's simple <laughs> as. <laughs> you know, anything but stick. Yeah. What are you, what are you saying, Jess? 
Yeah, gotta fold. You gotta fold. Yes, like it down. Yeah, either yeah, he has to run it down or yeah. or get sold. But I would not be surprised if we saw Lacazette next season. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, I'll probably. Um, I'm leaning towards. You'd give him a three-year contract, wouldn't you? You joke. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would have given. I would have done in in the place of Bamiyang. Like, had we not, had we not replaced, um, gave Bamiyang a new contract, I would have. I would have given him the new contract, hundred percent. Over Bamiyang. Hey, I heard you were a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say I'm a, um, I'm a, I'll let him win it down. Yeah, that's me. Well, on that note, thank yeah. you, listeners. Well, it's been actually fun. And as I mentioned, Nigel had to dash. He's such a debonair man of the world. He had to parachute out of this one so we have remaining with us of course my co-host and brother uh big yeah, steph aka colonel custard shut up boy apple pie and also our lovely guest who created this nickname it was she she provided us the platform in which he was christened such and that is the lovely Jessinho, a.k.a. Jessica Black of She Knows Arsenal fame. It's been so much fun. I'm glad you made time to join us. Uh, this has been an international break special where we just had a little natter, a little ramble about Lacazette, went all over the place. You may have remembered us from the Ozil special, um, I think the last international break. So, you know, just a bit of an anniversary thing. So... <laughs> Thank you very much, listeners. You have been listening to the Arsenal Asylum podcast. My name is Io1886, a.k.a. Head Banter in Charge. My co-host today has been Big Steph, a.k.a. the so-called football messiah. Talk We've it, had two it. special guests. Shut up. We've had two <laughs> special guests today. Or well, one is one of us, Naughty Nige. And then Jacinio has joined us for this episode. And yes, thank you very much for listening in. You can catch us. I mean, we'd love your feedback on this. You can catch us on all socials. The main two ones being Twitter, which is at Arsenal Asylum, and also Instagram, which is at Arsenal Asylum Podcast. Please do shout us out. Jess, sorry, before we go, what's your handle? Where can they catch you? Yeah, you can just follow me on Twitter at itchesinho, and she knows Arsenal also has a Twitter page. It's just like how it sounds. She knows Arsenal. You can find me there. Awesome, great stuff. Well, guys, it's been awesome. It's been fun. Bit of a uh, to and fro, and you know, I wouldn't say heated. Heated is probably a bit too much, but yeah. Until next time, thank you very much, listeners. You've been listening to the Arsenal Asylum podcast. Peace. Bless it.